Colombia this week has reported a major capture of a mob figure. And that figure, of course, is Ordinell. Now, who is Ordinell? Well, he is the, according to the president of Colombia, largest uh, figure to be uh, captured uh, in the narcotics trade in Colombia since Pablo Escobar, or at least that's what the president of Colombia uh, describes this gentleman as. Let's listen in as uh, I have my computer start speaking about uh, who exactly this Ordinell was, what did he do, and how exactly it impacts uh, El Chapo, because El Chapo was the last major uh, drug lord that was captured in uh, the area south of the border. Uh, El Chapo, of course, being uh, from Mexico. And now, of course, you have Ordinell from Colombia, who is likely to be extradited to the United States. At least that is what is expected. The story of Otaniel, his incredible rise and ignoble fall, whose capture prompted the president of Colombia to jubilantly announce on national television an arrest he compared to the downfall of Pablo Escobar, once the undistributed global king of cocaine. Hunted, busted, and paraded, fingerprinted, photographed, and paraded again, and again, held like a trophy by a government ecstatic to finally get the top narco off his plate. His end was preceded by an immense manhunt, a seven-year operation by the army, air force, and police. Colombia's president called it the most forceful blow to drug trafficking this century. A strike force of soldiers and police, supported by 22 helicopters, swarmed his hideout in Antiguia province in northwestern Colombia near its border with Panama. What makes it so interesting is the arrest is of such a high profile as far as the Colombian government is concerned. Colombia has fallen from the top tier lately when it comes to narcotics. The United States is more looking at Mexico and other countries south of the border where the narco trade is on a major way. But Colombia still exists and is still there. And it is a major problem and headache with its uh, narcotics uh, hitting the United States and addicting more people and causing more misery and decay. A lot of people say, well, maybe we should just decriminalize it so there won't be any problem anymore with it. Well, that doesn't work. It hasn't worked so far with many more cases of harsh narcotics. We're talking about the so-called Schedule II, Schedule Three narcotics, such as heroin, cocaine, and others that have definite impact on use and how people die if they use too much of it. You know, uh, they say, oh, well, you know, there's these new things now that prevent that. No, it still will eventually get you. Uh, you can only use Narcan so many times to save a person's life. And then after that, you basically find out the Narcan doesn't work anymore. Um, I think it's something like three times or four times is, is the maximum use of Narcan. Uh, in some cases, it can only be as many as once or twice. But uh, the, uh, the the drug overdose problems are not going to be solved with just enforcement alone. It takes education and information and raising up a new generation of people who just don't need that kind of stuff. I mean, it for decades and centuries was a minority of the population of the world. Unfortunately, that population seems to have fallen to the wayside and we get more and more 
people addicted and using substances that lead to narco leaders like Otto uh, who are circumventing laws, harming people, fighting wars, and using their revenue to cause more misery even at home, even while they cause misery abroad. <laughs> Ah, here we are outside the Great Sea Mansion. Look at all the firefighters, cops, sanitation yeah, exactly. workers, municipal hospitals, those who are on the front line, teachers and others who are civil servants who are threatened with being fired as a Friday if they don't get the one shot. And there are a lot of men and women here who because they believe that the fair way would be test them. If they can't get vaccinated, they won't get vaccinated. Test them once a week. Plenty of folks who have gotten vaccinated, and that will continue to increase. We're at an all-time low in terms of coronavirus, 1%. And Bill de Blasio is probably still asleep. It's 11 o'clock in the morning, but hey, he's always sleeping there at Gracie Mansion. We need him to come out and address one dime. these brave civil servants. Who remember, in the beginning of the lockdown and pandemic, they had no masks, they had no equipment. They went out each and every day, crawled into the belly of the bees. The hospital workers, many of them who perished, always going into the ICU and the ER. You had the EMTs risking their lives each and every day, always showing up for work. The cops, the firefighters, the TWU, the motormen, the conductors, the track maintenance workers, the maintenance people, and obviously the sanitation workers. So he's going to fire them on Friday. No pay. They have no way to take care of their families after that. And I'll tell you, the city is in bad shape now. It'll be in worse shape when you call 911. How are you going to get any cops? God forbid there's a fire. We're talking about people's lives here. And the sanitation department doesn't have enough men and women. There's garbage, garbage everywhere. Patients in municipal hospitals who are without the right proper health care and nursing. And actually teachers. We finally get the children back into the classroom in the public schools. And we don't have enough teachers. This is a double disgraziata. It's a shanda. And I stand here with all the civil servants and their supporters and say no to the mandates. Absolutely not. And if I'm lucky enough to become mayor on January 2nd, we hire back all of these workers who have been fired. Remember, they're not going to be able to get another job because they're furloughing them. And we give them back pay. And we do the right thing for those who risked their lives, gave their lives for us all through the lockdown and pandemic. Standing in solidarity. Hey, where's Eric Adams, my opponent? Oh, that's right. He gave a B-plus to Bill de Blasio the other night. He must be in a drug-induced psychosis to do that. Because this is a failed mayor with a failed partner and teammate Eric Adams who will just continue on with the de Blasio legacy by forcing these workers to either take the shot or get fired. No pay on the shelf. No, 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 no. That's why you got to vote for Curtis Lou on January 2nd. I stand with the workers in solidarity. And it turns around right in the moment. <laughs> Damn, gotta get in there. All right, cool.